You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's your boy, HH Halfful. Trying to live, trying to exist, trying to stay alive, trying to be the, the best band that, that, that you can be. I love white people. <laughs> we do this podcast every Tuesday. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter, at Talking Tactics. Facebook, Talking Tactics 352. Instagram, Talking Instagram. Tactics. If you're listening on SoundCloud, remember to hit the hearts. Follow over there. Much appreciated. If you're on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Leave us a five-star review and we'll read it on the show. We didn't get any this week, but, you know, somebody will eventually leave one. We have a Patreon for anybody that wants to support the podcast in that way. Pay, pay, pay up, pay up, man. Don't be cheap. <laughs> $3 a month, you help support uh, the podcast, ensure that we keep making it. And as kind of like a gift, we make sure to record 30 to 40 minutes every week for you guys. This week, we're going to be talking about LeBron and China. So if you're interested in our, our opinions on that pitching a little bit and you get access to the back catalog that we've done basically all year i think it's like around 40 somewhere in that neighborhood three dollars a month it's it's not a bad deal so carl is on assignment with the athletic carlos because of do you know what went on i'm sure it's in the news but i don't want to get the team's names wrong or like haringey and um you hold time or something like that yeah there's something that happened where Players just walked off the pitch due to racial abuse. Yeah, like like the manager took them off. He decided to take his players off the pitch. Oh, look, I mean, I mean, at least it's. I mean, I respect the manager for doing that because I, I like I want players to come off the pitch because putting the game into disrepute. Well, in twenty nineteen, we're still having racial massive racial discussions. Where is John Barnes? I, I want to know what John Barnes thinks about this. Not not Ja Rule. I want to know what John Barnes thinks. Where's Ja? <laughs> Where is Ja? Ja Rule can make sense of all this. Ja, he said, guide me, Ja. <laughs> Please, Ja. Uh, ja Bars. So I'm sure if if you're subscribed to the Athletic Call, we'll be bringing you some sort of report soon uh, about that situation. So we will we'll we'll keep our eyes on that. We can, we might be able to start the podcast like this. I mean, it's what we do. Would you walk off? 
rather than you stay on the pitch and you play and you kind of send a message with your goals. Most of the people that I disagree with say that you should stay on the pitch and score the goals. <laughs> most of the people I agree with say you should walk off. So my tendency is to generally go with most of the people that agree with my opinions. I think walking off is the way to go. Yeah, because bring the game into disrepute. Because I think cause I was just having this conversation with some guy, with the Douglas guys earlier, like people have been staying on the pitch and scoring goals for decades and nothing has changed. And that's a very cheap way of doing it because that's similar to the whole John Barnes back heel, the banana skin is like, no man, scholars goes, this is how you show the, the racist. Uh, you've been doing that for a long time because think about if you walk off, you bring the game into disrepute, that forces the hand of the organ of the FA organization. Because if the FA organization now penalizes you for walking off the pitch, it goes to CNN, it goes to BBC, it goes to these large news corporations who are like, wait a minute, you were standing up for racism, you walked off and you got penalized by the footballing body who puts football ahead of racism. It's a bad look. So once you now walk off the pitch, it makes it now very, very awkward for said dudes. There's a thought in my head and I don't know how to get it out. Get it out, get it out, get it out. It's coming, it'll come. Pause. Uh... Right, come on, you're too old for that, but come on. <laughs> um, ah, this, this is it. The thought is, I think you should walk off the pitch because those people paid money to get inside the stadium. Mm. And you're there to provide a service to those people. And if they disrespect you while you're doing your service, it's within your right. And I think you should walk off the pitch and deny them what they paid for because they're disrespecting you. It's almost like if you're a server at a restaurant and the people are mad disrespectful and you have the option not to go serve that table again, why would you go back? Mm. It doesn't make sense. These people are disrespecting me. They're being rude. I don't have to deal with this. Well, and also, if you have any kind of respect for yourself as well, why would you remain on the pitch and keep playing? It's only for, for, it's only for, for ball, but yeah. it's, it's only fishnet ball. So for people who say that, oh, you're staying on the pitch doing... I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Surely your self-respect and self-worth as a human being means more than scoring a bunch of goals. Also, I would feel like scoring a bunch of goals would just incite more racial animus, right? True, I suppose, because that's maybe that's what happened with the whole bubble. Gary think that they'll actually become more and more racist, but... A hat my, trick isn't going to be like, oh, I like them now. It's just going to be like, oh, I hate you even more. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, basically, the the key thing is there is literally no point in remaining on the pitch and carrying on to play and scoring. As in, for me, that's just a very cheap loser way because, and people who, especially white people who employ you to do that, they don't really want to solve the, the issue at hand. If you're staying on the pitch to deliver a message ultimately, then okay, stay on the pitch. See, in my mind, I was thinking like, you know when, it, I think it was the 19, damn, I think it was the Berlin Olympics where Jesse oh, Owens, yeah. Hitler's there, and I think he wins four gold medals and like 100, 200 long jump, probably a relay or something like that. Point being, what if he was receiving discrimination and he just decided, I don't want to run? Would he have been within his right to say, I don't want to run? And then what is the meaning 
or what are the ramifications of him not running? Or like fighting against the whole Aryan belief and stuff. Yeah, something like that. I'm. No, I'm, I'm I, mean, I, I, mean, I don't okay. know the words without using like um, America, and I'm not. I'm, it's not really a point about America and fascism. It's just more of like you stood up to Hitler in a way. Well, by, oh, no, oh, no, 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 basically, no, basically, proving him wrong. He, he he made Hitler's theory stupid because Hitler's whole theory was that the Aryan race was superior in every way. So by Jesse Owens doing that and literally just destroying all of the competitors, it shows that actually, no, you're not physically, mentally superior. But, this, but he didn't change Hitler's mind by no. doing this. Like, that's why when I think of the whole Jesse Owens thing, I'm like, what impact did this really have? All it showed was something that we always knew. Black guys are faster than everyone else. <laughs> like, like, we knew this. Black guys can jump faster, throw faster, and run faster than everyone else. Yeah, like this is obvious. Jesse always didn't need that to prove that's a very obvious point. And Hitler probably knew that as well. So he was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but, you, you know, I, I was just thinking about things like that. But then I was also thinking, like, if you look at, like, Tommy Smith and John Carlos, and I think 68, the 68 Olympics in, Me in Mexico City, where they did, like, the, where they put on the black gloves and did the black. Oh, yeah, power. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they actually went and played the 200 meter final. Dude had like a world record. Other guy came in a second or third, and they did the Black Power salute. And it was like they used that platform by competing to send a message. And now they're infamous or famous, rather, and kind of the struggle, as it were. And, so, that, and that and that white guy was really treated like trash when he went back to I think Australia and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and it, and I think he said he wanted to participate somehow in the in the protest or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 I think he he just wore the glove and just stood there, but he didn't really do them. But he wanted to to be part of it. So I think he just wore the glove. I think it was something like that. I think they didn't wear shoes or something like that. But it, it, anyway, the, the the point is, if you stay on the pitch and you use your presence on the pitch to deliver a message of solidarity in in some way. Maybe that could be worth it, but I don't think that's what happens most of the time. I think they're just on the pitch scoring goals, and it's just like it doesn't affect me. I'll, I'm just here playing to play, you know, and it's never really acknowledged, which I feel kind of defeats the point. I'm pretty. We could just run on this for for ages, but let's not. It's like is racism going to be cured tomorrow? No. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Do you want to start with what just happened, or do you want to start with like the biggest yeah. match of the week? Actually, no, no. Let's since it's it's fresh in our minds, man. Emery out. It's looking like it. Why though? They're still top five, top six, a few points away from top four. So I think it's the performances. Um, give them a season because at the end of the day, they are performing better than Tottenham and United. And at the end of the day, from what we are seeing, they do look on course to make top four. Do we know that Leicester City will last this long? Are we sure Chelsea will last this long? So I think that look. The performances haven't been totally abject. Obviously, they are very naive tactically. That's why they want Allegri, even if that's a dumb idea to get Allegri. Okay, so you're with getting sacked. You're you're on that. It depends on who you can get. Okay, who can they get? Okay, if they're sacking, who can they get? They and don't say get. Ten Hag because Ten Hag is like the flavor of the month. I think he signed a contract extension with Ajax, so I don't think that's... Yeah, contract, contract, man. And definitely not mid-season. I'm actually trying to think of like who's a free agent. You got Mourinho, but that can't happen. No. You got Wenger, that can't happen. Laurent Blanc. Yeah. You 
damn, who's out there? Does 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 Allegri Allegri Benitez? Benitez. He's with China. He's in China, right? Oh, Villas Boas. <laughs> Marseille. Oh, he is. Oh wow. Who's? I mean, you have like Tony Pulis and oh <laughs> yeah, Mark Hughes, Pardu and oh, Allardyce, no. but that that that'll never happen. Um, you say Allegri? But not that many guys, man. You know what? He might keep his job because there's nobody to hire. You're not gonna go out and get I don't know the Eddie Howe guy from Bournemouth or not nothing like that. So yeah, there's really nobody to hire. But that being said. If you look at most Arsenal fans, see, maybe this is a just a, a more broad question, but how do you feel about using Twitter to gauge the <laughs> temperature of a, of, of a fan base? If you were to look at Arsenal Twitter, it's like this guy's the worst manager of all time. Don't, don't he, see this. He needs to go. But maybe, I don't know how to put it, but maybe just fans that aren't on Twitter or aren't on social media aren't as vigilance vigilance not the right word they aren't as vitriolic or basically i mean basically put it, put it this way one of my good friends one of my good friends he's like a big arsenal fan right he hates he hates he hates arsenal fan tv and he doesn't use twitter what does he want with emery i haven't spoken to him about it but based on how well i know him i think he's like okay he's not really too happy with it but i don't think he'll i don't think he'll be like get emery sacked i think he'll be like you know what let's let the season play out so not happy not impressed with how they're playing, but let's this is but he would be like sacking. Can we People, call him right now? Can, can could you like call him right now? It's like is he you know awake oh, uh, right now? Uh, no, 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 he wouldn't be. <laughs> I, I know that the guy's probably like traveling somewhere, so just like phone, phone a friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, oh, hey, oh, uh, quick question. You want every <laughs> hour? What? Gosh, I'm gonna hiccups. Get some water. But yeah, I'm trying to is there any other point from this Arsenal game? Pepe, man. Yeah. What's okay? Okay, what's your assessment on 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 Pepe? Then, like, how do you assess him? It's hard to judge talent that comes out of the French league until like when they're stepping up. So some people do really well, and some people it takes them a little while to kind of just get into the groove of things. So Pepe seems like a player that if he's given the chance, which they paid seventy million for him, so I'm sure he'll he'll get the chances next season, maybe even the second half of this year. He'll start to kind of warm up. You know, it's it's always that thing of, you know, you need six months, you need a year to understand Premier I don't know where that's, that leniency has gone in the past maybe five years or so. Wait, that's need six months to, to prove yourself. Do you remember when a club would sign a player, he'd be kind of trash for the first four or five months, and mm. everyone would say he's adapting to the league, he needs time to un- understand English football and get to know his teammates or whatever the case it feels like in the last, I don't know, five years or so, just you're supposed to come to the Premier League and just ball out no matter what. If you score well, 30 wait, goals in France, you're supposed to come to, to England and do the same thing? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Wait, so people still think that's that you have to come and make an instant impact. Do you know when I first started to notice this? Hmm. I started to notice when Sanchez came from Barcelona and when Costa and Fabregas came to Chelsea. Like, Costa hit the ground running. Bang. Fabregas, same thing when he came back from, from Barcelona to England. Um, that's when I started noticing. I was like, yo, so th- this player didn't need an adjustment period. Like Diego Costa just came and just, I don't know. I think he had like 10 goals in 13 games or what. It was, it was something just crazy. I, I don't remember the stats exactly, but he just hit the ground running. And it was like 
so he didn't need an adjustment period at all. And I feel like since then I've been seeing a trend, at least that's that's when I've been looking. So maybe it's been before that. But, yeah, I think Pepe's just probably one of those players that needs to acclimate better to the Premier League. And once he does, I don't think he's ever going to be as pro- prolific as he was at Lille. I think that was just a, a crazy one-off season. But, um, he, yeah, he seems like a player that can get you 15 goals in a season, which isn't the worst. 15 max, bro. In in the Premier League, and I don't think he's going to get, I think, at the moment, I think, I think he's looking at six or seven goals. Six or seven Gs. I mean, I mean did you see his miss to, 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 to today? Uh, right. so, yeah, that's that, yeah. Do you think? Wait, so you're saying like his? If we project him over the course of five seasons, mm. if you're saying seven goals, that's thirty-five goals over five seasons. Yeah, that's not good. That's like that's two million a goal. That's 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 not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's if it's put a, good, a price on the on his effectiveness. No, that's not good. That's not good. Um. See, yeah, I, w- I would say somewhere like, but then you, you have to consider at Lille, he was taking penalties and all that kind of stuff. So the stats were a bit inflated, but he had some good free kicks, some good shots in, in, in the game. It's just, and he's not playing the whole 90 minutes for whatever reason. So even if he played so tonight, what's, what, what is he really going to do in that 90 really? No, look, he, he's talented. The dude is talented, but you have to help your team properly, organically to win the game. And I don't think he's doing that. So all these touches and flicks and looking good, how much is that actually helping the team? What was your main takeaway in your in your post-match for the game? Sheffield United's superb coaching, great, great setup. Oh, yeah, Chris Wilder. So, yeah, Subisa, I think for Arsenal, you have to be much more creative, you know? And I think Ozil, Ozil, I'm not, I'm not Ozil's biggest fan, man, but maybe they were missing Ozil. Because they're missing somebody to create and find that pass. There was there was no one in Arsenal that can actually find the pass the way that Ozil can. When did we talk about Ozil? Was it on your YouTube channel? All right, every the... Monday, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think. Yeah, so I I said on Half Hope's live show, Emery should play Ozil if only just to get his value back up. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's on like what five hundred thousand a week or something. He's on three hundred bags a week, oh. allegedly. Oh. So you want him gone, but you won't play him. How does that work exactly? If I'm a prospective buyer, why would I buy him for that much money if you won't even play him yourself? It doesn't make sense. So you're just gonna lang- he's just gonna languish and take his money. It, it's it's almost like Emery's like, well, if I don't play you, then you'll want to force your move. But if I'm Ozil and I'm getting paid a bunch of money, why would I want to force a move? So it's either you pay me or you play me. And then I leave, or you just pay me. Yeah, no, no. For, for me, I, I think look, it's the similar to the whole Bill Zidane thing. Ozil may not be the player they want. Ozil may not even really be that great. But the fact of the matter remains that in that game, he, they needed Ozil. Nobody ever questions Mesut Ozil against uh, Sheffield, uh, Norwich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just the the uh, Newcastle. Turkey. That's not where. Elche. <laughs> Yeah, like no, no, nobody questions Ozil against those teams. It's always the big matches, like Ozil's disappeared against Manchester United or Chelsea or Liverpool, Man Manchester City. Those are the games where you might choose to play somebody that has a bit more drive and um, stamina in that way. Against Sheffield, where you know they're going to be playing ten men, 
11 men behind the ball. Put in somebody that you know that can unlock a defense. And you have one of the better players in the world at that still. It's just curious, but, you know, he's cutting off his nose to spite his face. Mm. So, all right. Liverpool, Manchester United. United had the control of the, of the entire game. Could have run away with a 1-0 win. Maybe you, you, you keep Rashford on. Maybe taking Rashford on off was, was a bad mistake. And for Liverpool, bad setup. You know, they, he played into United's hands. You know, like I mean, Origi wide left made no mm. sense. Mane wide right. What's the, what's the point? He's one of your best players. Play him in his strongest position. Worry about everyone else, but play your best players in their strongest positions, man. So I think Klopp really messed up there. Do they have no backup wingers? I'm not sure whether Shakiri's around, but they had the Ox because the Ox came on. Yeah, they usually play Ox more as a midfielder than they do on the wing. But which which would you rather have? Origi on the left, Mane on the right, on Firmino in the middle, or Mane on the left, Firmino in the middle, and Ox on the right? I take the latter, bro. The bench of Liverpool. Here we go. Keita, Lovren, Milner, Adrian, goalkeeper. Oxley Chamberlain, Gomez, Lalana. So really, yeah. I mean, I guess you're right that maybe Milner. Maybe, yeah, I was about, I'm going to say just because that's where he was. He's been playing for Lons, especially for Villagers. He don't play the Lons, but yeah, basically Milner would work a lot better than um, Origi on Origi. the left. If I had to choose playing Manchester United away, I think you'd rather go Milner than Origi. Yeah, for sure. Because who's your backup striker then? There isn't one on the bench. Not a natural one. Mm. So no, no Shakiri. I don't know where he is, and I'm not. I'm not up to date on the like the Liverpool Youth Academy in that way to know like <laughs> if they have like a hot prospect that could be playing. What did you think about Manchester United's goal? Do you think it should have been called back because of the foul on Origi? Or... No, no, no. There was there was no foul, Brad. I don't I don't know what Liverpool fans are, are smoking. That was not a it foul. was definitely it was a foul. It was a foul. No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was he, so, he, and, and, and he also, came from behind and got his leg. It was a foul. He, he held the wrong leg. If it was a foul, at least hold the right <laughs> leg. You, you, he, he, he grabbed the wrong leg, bro. Now I, I know. What, so, sorry, no, sorry. That's no, that's not a foul, man. Too soft. I, I don't know if it was a foul that you go back and you chalk off a goal for it, but it was definitely like if if it was called a foul, nobody would have complained that that was called a foul. That would have been the hash if it was chalked off, man. Because again, that was very soft. That was so, that was just very, very, very soft. And, and it's happened so way, way back in the phase of play. You're like, really, really. It was the call? same phase, though. I think. Yeah, but nah, just, just don't. Like for me, if if they had called up, like really, this this is where we've now fallen to in in bloody far. Heck out of here, man. You know, United are still 14th, right? <laughs> Wait, how many Why points above? Funny? How many points? Are, how many points above re- re- relegation are they? Is it like is it three points now? Something? I don't know. I don't know. Let me let me look. Let's let's pull up a. It might be team. two points because they drew. So it might be two points above relegation. <laughs> oh. Newcastle are in eighteenth. With well, actually, let's let's start from the bottom. <laughs> Watford four points. They sacked their manager just to have four points. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Norwich seven. You would think they had more because they had three from C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Newcastle eight points. Southampton eight points. Brighton nine points. Everton fifteenth with ten points after all the money they spent. And Manchester United fourteenth, ten points. 
So they're two points off relegation, but <laughs> they have a positive goal difference at least. Everybody else is in the negatives below them. So how would you put it? Between 6th and 18th, there's six points dividing oh, them. Geez. So anybody could go up. Anybody could go down at this point. The, the only team that's really separated themselves from everybody else is Liverpool. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're like – that's like a zero scout. Mm. Do you think Man City can catch Liverpool? How about that? Yes. This game would have been over if, let's say, Liverpool went to that City game – Eight points clear and they beat City, then title is over. But I think six six points is nothing. That's that's two wins. See, I, I feel like as long as it's within eight points, ten points, by the time we get into the new year, you can still you know kind of pull that back. It's a long way to go, man. Long because again, even for Liverpool now, a draw here, draw here, draw there, and City just win, 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 boom. Liverpool's last three games might be like Chelsea, Arsenal, Newcastle. So even if you had a six-point lead with three games left and you had to play Chelsea, Arsenal, and Newcastle away, and like Newcastle might need the points in order to stay up, and you got to go to St. James's Park, even with three games, I don't think we'd be saying like, yo, title's done. So now that I think there's, there's 29 games left to go, come on, we can't say it's over. Way too many points to be had. Yeah. So I just want a competitive, a competitive title race. I I do think Liverpool is going to win the league though. Why? What means? I mean, when to what gives it that inkling? It seems like everything has to go wrong just for them to draw. Mm. It's like like what? How, how did they've lost one game in the league in the past two seasons, and they've made it to a Champions League final and lost, and a Champions League final and won. The, the the only place these guys are trash is in like FA Cup and Carabao Cup, and who cares about that really? No disrespect to the like the people that love like the magic of the FA Cup or whatever, but like that's the only place they struggle really is domestic yeah. cup because they don't <laughs> care. If they care, they could probably do well. But yeah, I mean, like, look, come on, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's flipping the FA Cup. I mean, how? I mean, what's what's that really gonna do, man? Really? So, e, you probably shouldn't say that in public because you use that argument to say drug was better than Henri. So you should probably no, no, be no, like, yo, no, the FA Cup is the easy. Tip, bro. The FA it's Cup, nah, nah. No, no, but it's the amount of times that he 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 did so, and the championship. But, but really, it's it's like a whole argument. It's like it's a large argument based on just the entire. It, it's 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 a body of work. A body of work. Um. All right. Do do, do you want to talk about Chelsea? We haven't talked about Chelsea in a while. Okay. What 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 are your opinions on the Lampard project? The results speak for themselves. Maybe, see, I didn't know Tottenham would be this crap. Nelson would be this crap. But mm. their top four team is, is playing his way. He has a very specific way of playing. It's not been plain sailing. But key thing, they, when they look good, they look really good. Lots of young players. And young players that really understand each other and have built a cohesive unit. You could just see the, the confidence running through. And I'll, I'll, I'll be real with you, man. I really don't know how this season is going to play out for Chelsea be, be, because of what is happening around them. I don't know how this is going to, going to play out. How do you feel about comparisons to, or how would you feel about comparisons to Barcelona in the mid-2000s, say? So you have a team that has Valdez, PK, um, Puyo, Busquets, mm. Alba at a point. I know he left, but he came back. 
Xavi, Iniesta, Messi, all players that came from the Barcelona Academy, La Masia, um, mm. they all came from the same place. They had the same footballing aesthetic. They brought Fabregas back, I remember. Is there anyone I'm forgetting that was from the Academy? Um, oh, yes, you said Fabregas. Pedro? Wasn't Pedro from the Academy? Pedro, Pedro, Pedro. Oh, I think it? that's it. It was there was at least like eight or nine guys in that team that all came from the same spot, basically. And you could tell that they had a chemistry that was greater than just we're all from the same country. We were bought. We were all just from the same age. Don't tell me you're like, comparing La Masia to what's it? Is it Cobham or, or, or whatever the hell it's called? <laughs> Even even the even the name. I mean, no offense, I to La Masia to Cobham. No, no, Chelsea have the best youth academy in Europe. It's just the fact that the players haven't been coming through. But mm. this is this is where I'm going with it. Like, how would you feel if I told you it's kind of similar in that sense, or it could be if you look at? So you have Christensen, who's a, an academy graduate. You would have Reese James, Loftus Cheek, Callum Hudson Odoi, Tammy Abraham, Nathan Mount, Tomori. It and obviously like you know the Billy Gilmore's of the world and all that, but not yet. Billy, um, okay. <laughs> Billy Gilmore, Billy Gilmore, but he, you know Billy not Gilmore, yet, okay. not yet. The, the, the only Gilmore I recognize it is Happy Gilmore. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was feeling like maybe. This could be like the start of something of a project like that, where you have a club legend who comes back, like Guardiola would be the Lampard in this case. Obviously, not to the same scale, but just an analogous something I'm seeing, where you have a club legend that comes back and he just chooses people from the academy that he knows because he coached Barca B. Lampard obviously has Jody Morris, who was with um, the Chelsea under 23s, under 18s, all that kind of stuff. And they just kind of build from within, from a youth squad that people recognize as one of the best in the world. Like, I can see similar things there. I don't know how good these players are. Like, there, I don't think there's a Messi. I don't think there's a Busquets. I don't think there's a Xavi Iniesta. No, but, I, no. but, I'm, but I'm not asking them to win trebles. I'm just like, can you get into the top four? Can you get into a top three? Could you do that? So, so obviously this is like you have one of the greatest teams of all time. I'm not saying Chelsea are capable of that. Once again, I'm just saying, could they do it on their level? And could it be something where you could like, oh, that's kind wait, of similar. What do you mean, like, wait, what do you mean on their level? How, how would I put this? If if you take Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta, mm. Fabregas, Messi, if you just take all of those players and you say like, go to your best level, that means Champions League. That means you're going to win La Liga. That means you're going to win trebles. And they did that. Now, on the level for Chelsea, I think if you tell Tammy Abraham, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, and all the rest of the other guys, play to your level, what is the best of their ability? I think it's maybe title challengers at best in the Premier League. But I'm just looking at there's kind of similarities between who's coaching, where the players are coming from, and the kind of... Oh, no, no. I mean, no, no. Good, there are definitely parallels. I mean, like... And the kind obviously. of good feeling that you can get from building from within oh no no no, no, no. i mean basically it's like that's is always what she, like whenever i play like a management games that's always what i always try and hope for because it means i just have to spend any money that the board wouldn't won, give me for like ancona or like branch or whatever club i, I choose to, to to coach but it's like i get what you're saying like look the, the, la masia they're not touching la masia they're not even touching 
that's Ajax team of the mid nineties, who also led the whole that's renaissance of using the youth teams. But there are parallels, you know, within the fact of like, wow, this is just a special generation of players so talented they can actually compete against other Premier League veteran sites. So that in itself is oh, this is actually quite exciting because, because of the I, I, I'm just thinking, like the moment you plug Loftus Cheek in there, this team becomes incredibly more dangerous, in my opinion. This is like I see parallels is the right word, but obviously it's almost like you know how you have like Fruit Loops and then Fruity O's or Sugar O's or whatever. Barcelona are obviously Fruit Loops. Chelsea might be like Fruity O's or whatever the generic Fruits. store version oh, is. You yeah. get me? Boom. Speaking of Barcelona, we can talk about Barcelona or Real Madrid, whichever one you want to tackle first. Which, well, which I, one is the best? We say them both at the same time. Like Barca, back to the top, probably going to stay there from now until the end of, end of the end of the season. Don't trust any of the other teams who try to challenge them. Real Madrid are clearly not ready to win La Liga. What do you think about um, Zidane talking with Pogba? In uh, Dubai or wherever they were, like, do you feel like this is something that's going to happen? It's not going to. Ha- I mean, he wants it to happen, but it's it's not going to happen. But the funny thing is that Zidane, they asked you, what did he talk about? I don't. I don't feel the need to disclose that kind of information. Shouldn't you just say we didn't talk about anything? We just had a nice chat. By saying that we don't need to disclose the information means that I said to Pogba, "Get your ass out of your 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 United, come to Real Madrid." <laughs> In French, obviously. So he could have just been like, "Nah, we're, we're, we're good friends." You know, we we talked about I don't know, crocheting or knitting or I don't know. He could have came up with anyone, but to be like, "Yo, I can't discuss it." I cannot disclose that. It's, like, it's, like, it's a private meeting. He's like, "What?" <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, it could have been like, "Yo, I was congratulating him. It's the first time we talked after winning the World Cup." Boom, boom, boom. But no, nah, he just. Kind of added added fuel to the fire that way. Uh, by the way, Zidane looks in great shape. Put Zidane in most teams now, he'd he'd outperform most midfielders in the world. That's how scary <laughs> it is. Like put him in midfield right now, he would outperform a lot of midfielders in the world. It's actually true. There was another point that people had. MSG is that what I'm hearing now? Mm. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Monosodium glutamate. Monica Lewins. I don't know. Oh, sorry, no. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> MSG. Yeah, that's like MLC, Monica Lewinsky, Clinton or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get us killed, bro? Well, look, man, if, I mean, like, if if if, if you have a taste, some of that will get inside of you. So, I mean, to, to do that in the White House, though, in, in that office, I mean, that takes some balls, man. Speaking of balls, but there you go. Ah, okay. Do you know? Um, nah, extra, extra, extra. We can discuss that point on the extra because I, because I, I, I have a point about this, but it's not for this. Okay. No, no. So anyway, Messi, Suarez, Griezmann. How good do you think that trio can be? Not, not, not that good because I don't rate Griezmann. All because you scored, you all scored against Iba. Doesn't mean squat. It's Iba. <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's flipping Iba. Like I, th- I think they can be effective, but kind of compare them to MSN. Could they love you? I mean, like I, I I mean, look, it's 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 worth a discussion. Let's have the debate because it's nice and fun. But Griezmann and Neymar, 
you know what the, the problem with this whole thing isn't the M or the G, it's the S. How good is Suarez still? Mm, not as good as 20. He can still be amazing, but not as good as 2015. 2015 is five seasons ago. Yeah, we go. So, or 2014-15 is five seasons ago. He's not the same player, I don't think. Messi, Messi's not the same player either, but he's just so supremely gifted that mm. if he if he comes down, he's still one of the best players in the too, world. Too being... gifted to not be able to score a goal in a World Cup knockout game, but carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Carry on. Okay, we can just leave it there. Um, Bundesliga table. Did, have you? What was the last time you looked at the Bundesliga table? I encourage you to look it up right now. Yesterday, I, I think I looked at it yesterday. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. I think isn't it like there's two or three points between first and like ninth or something? Yeah. So Gladbach, Wolfsburg, sixteen points. Munich, Dortmund, Leipzig, fifteen points. <laughs> Freiburg, Schalke, Frankfurt, Leverkusen, fourteen points. So you got nine teams separated by two points. Jesus. Dortmund have a 12 plus 12 goal difference, though. So it seems as though they're scoring enough goals and keeping enough out. But Sula injured, I think, for like a substantial amount of time. Yeah, like like Uli, Uli Hone says that he's going to miss the, the Euros. That's not good. Bye-bye, baby. So, bye Boateng, bye baby. so Boateng and Martinez is the center backs? Should they have sold Hummels? Hmm. No, but, but, but I think Hummels wanted to leave, though. He wanted to leave. He wanted to, he wanted um, to go to, to, to Dortmund, which was wise. Gladbach. Yeah, I, I refuse to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, 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 man. I mean, you know, all foreign languages have that. Like, <laughs> I don't like that sound. So, not not all. Like Spanish doesn't have a. <laughs> it doesn't. It French no. has it. German has it. Spanish Spanish does not. Definitely Arabic, bro. Oh no, Arabic, but Spanish Spanish does not. Your your does not. I shouldn't have said all, but yeah. a lot. That's what I you messed up. You, you said all, so I I read that literally. literally so I was going mm. through all languages. Let's go Italy. Let's let's see what's happening. Yo, Juve Inter separated by a point. You Juve are winning, man. Nine in a row, and I can't wait for a ten. Yo, okay, so we have Lukaku got a brace. Mm. Martinez as well. Jeremy Boga scored. That's an. You see. Chelsea's youth academy is so good, but was so slept on that there are players that should have been nice that they just never got the opportunity. Jeremy Boga's one, Charlie Musanda's another, Lewis Baker's another. Obviously, people know about McEachern and all those types, like Kukuta and those. There are so many players that just never got the opportunity. Yeah, but... like Chelsea have like what three thousand players out on loan or something. Not this season. It's, it's not as bad. I think last season they had forty ish. This season it's it's cut down because they've brought a lot of people back and sold some. So yeah. it's 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 more under control. But point being, it's it's nice to see Jeremy Boga. He I think I think they sold him. It's nice to see him. He he got on the score sheet against Inter. How do you feel about this Di Maria thing that's going around? Like Di Maria is the most underrated player in Europe. He's the been the best player in Europe Uber this year. Uber eats. He's been playing very well, and the goal he scored was very nice. But Uber eats. Do 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 it in the CL or do it in a major league for a major for, for in La Liga, Premier League or Bundesliga. So according to this podcast, anything that happens in France doesn't count. It's like divided by two. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, especially if you play for for PSG, what you do in Uber it is irrelevant. Now, if you play for a Marseille, a Lyon, or anything, oh no, it still counts. But if you play for PSG, 
whatever you do in Uber Eats, it doesn't count. I feel like France is divided by two. That's my theory. So if you score 30 goals, really, you scored 15. Damn. That's my, that's my theory, anyway. <laughs> so, like, Pepe, what? however many goals he scored, divided by two. And that's, like, what the reality is. Damn. That's, like, that's that's my league uh, handicap. Because I feel like that's closer to reality. Kind of sort of the same thing in La Liga, especially if you play for Barcelona or Real Madrid. Like, if Messi's scoring, and actually Messi's probably the wrong player to do this with, but if Messi scores 70 goals in a season, I feel like if you divide it by two, that's probably closer to what he does if he plays in the Premier League. So you might get like 40. Oh, so he's a, he'll, he'll get half in the Premier League? Not half, but slightly more than half. Maybe. So, Depends on the if, team that he plays for. If you score 40 goals in a season, I feel like you probably come to the Premier League and get 25, which is still great. That's like golden boot levels, right? Hmm. But I don't know if you come and score 40. But again, Messi's probably the wrong player to do this with because he, he probably could do it. What was what was Ronaldo's greatest ever Premier League total? Something like 30, right? Around 30? Yeah, I think he's, he's either third or fourth on the list for all-time score in a season because I remember Salah is one, the Cannibal is two. He might he might be three or four. Let's let's look this up. We have some time. We have some time. Thirty four years old. He's going to be thirty five soon. Thirty one goals. Two thousand seven. Two thousand eight. Thirty one goals in thirty four games. But then he goes to La Liga. Twenty six. Forty. Forty six. Thirty four. Thirty one. Forty eight. Forty eight goals in a season. <laughs> thirty five. Twenty six. Wait, who's is this? Cristiano. 20, okay, so this is when, when he gets to La Liga, starting in 2009-2010. 26, 40, 46, 34, 31, 48, 35, 25, 26. So he never scored under 25 goals in the season. That's wow. crazy. Wait, so you mean, you mean in, his, in his whole career, including Sporting Lisbon? or No, that was at just, just at Real Madrid. So, oh, so he never scored below 2025. Nope. <laughs> All right, That's Messi, Messi. Let's let's go, Messi. 2005, seven see, see, games. These, these, these are just stats merchants, man. Just stats merchants. <laughs> it's, fun, it's, it's fun, though. It's fun, though. No, no, no. You know, it's a lot of fun, but that's all they are for, just stats. Stats machines. So, uh, 2005, two, 2004, 2005, he played seven games, scored one goal. Then 17 games, six goals. Then 26 games, 14 goals. 28 games, 10 goals. So about 2008, 2009, this is when we start seeing like actual Messi. Mm. So then we go 23, 34, 31, 50, <laughs> 46, 28, Whoa. 43, Jeez. 26, 34, 37, 36. He scored 36 goals last year in La Liga. Oh, just La Liga. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. If we're talking like all comps. Nah, nah. This, this, this Messi. Met the, listen. <laughs> starting in 2009. Or 2008, 2009. 38, 47, 53, 73, What? <laughs> nah, that's, that's like he didn't score 70 goals in, in a season. 60, 73 goals and 60 appearances. No, no, 14, no. Go- 14 goals in the Champions that's, League. That's it, like 73 in 69. 73. 73. 60, 41, 58, 41, 54, 45. Last year, he had 51 goals in 50 games. 
This guy's an alien, man. That's that that that's sickening. <laughs> that is absolutely sickening. Yo, okay, and 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 to be fair, let's 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 go back and let's look at Ronaldo's totals at Real Madrid. These are all comps. 33, 53, 60, 55, 51, 61, 51, 42, 44. Wow. Oh. So I so again, I feel like you probably like divide by two, add ten. And that's so like, their Premier League total or their real total. Something like that. So like Ronaldo 2012 scored 60 goals. Divide that by two. That's 30. Add 10, 40. So he might score 40 goals in the in the in all comps that that season. I feel like that's more realistic, but <laughs> who knows? Maybe they could just come and score 50 goals in a Premier League campaign. Who knows? Um, all right. You want to talk about the Champions League? Um, I mean, I suppose I mean, maybe just ju- just for a round of so we've got Champions League and then questions. Yep, there's only two good games in the Champions League this week. Yeah, so Inter Dortmund, Galatasaray, Real Madrid, and Chelsea Ajax. Those are really the games. Are we are we really saying a game with Galatasaray in it makes it a good game? Or yes, because of how bad Real Madrid have been, and it's away at Galatasaray. So there's that's a tricky one. Players? <laughs> no, 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 obviously flares and everything, but. <laughs> The way that Real Madrid have been operating, man, they're they're moving very wild now. The, they're going to concede. We know that. So Can't it it, it, it depends if Zad if Hazard shows up, they're screwed. If Zad shows up, they have a chance. Would you miss a game to see the birth of your kid? Would I miss a game? It it depends what the game is. If 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 it's a World Cup final, my child can wait. He'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in hell I'm missing like a World Cup semi World Cup final, Champions League final because of the but and like I was about to say, I I kid you you want me to view you coming to the world over a World Cup final, bro? Get get the hell out of here, man! Oh no, but I think Hazard missed this week's game, yeah, um, because he went to see the birth of his child. Now people are saying it; they're using the amount of children he's had to say he should have played. So they're saying this is your fourth child. <laughs> therefore, it's you've you've done this already three you've times. Seen, you've you've seen, seen it already. There. There's nothing yeah. nice to see. I'm like, what? Like, so women don't die on their fourth time of childbirth? Like you, it's not good to be there in the hospital with your wife? Like, huh? <laughs> Bro, Madrid, look man, they are desperate. But <laughs> And and also maybe they were right because they, they lost the, the, the game. Maybe it was there he would help them at least get a draw or a win. So maybe they were right. Screw your child. <laughs> That's not right, man. Like fam- family over football, man. People are assholes. Like, yo, I'm I'm gonna miss the birth of my child. So like, yo, dad, why why weren't you at my birth? I had to play who did they play? Um Mallorca. Yeah, I had to go play my Mallorca. Nah, like Mallorca is not as important as your child, I don't think. Hmm. <laughs> what? There's nothing to think about, man. Yeah, look, it's it's it's, 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 it's just a birth, man. Go 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 for Mallorca, man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Champions League final. Do you miss your child's birth? Yeah. Champions League semi-final. You miss? Depends who I'm playing. Best club in the world. Yes. Is there any game you wouldn't play to go see? Wait, is there any game that I wouldn't play? Yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, if it's like a, a quarterfinal, a league game, like an FA Cup final or something, like, nah, like I'm going to bet my child. But if it's a major final, kid can, 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 can wait, man. The, the kid can wait. 
Well, I'm going to, I'll, I'll tell my wife to hold it in until I'm back. Just hold, hold it in. <laughs> I tell my wife to hold it in. Yo, like it's a sh- Come on. <laughs> yeah, but actually, yeah, we hold it in, but come on, but just, just you know, you, you use those Kegel <laughs> muscles, man. <laughs> you, yo, what's wild did you say? Apparently, that? no, no, apparently, Kegel muscle it helps with against premature ejaculation, they, they say. So. Anyway, what's wild is you said that you would miss an FA Cup. So you've disrespected the FA Cup yet again on this podcast. Okay, questions, questions, questions. From Mason Boris, would Arsenal play and be better with this team under a different manager, such as a certain Uncle Arsene? Hashtag Wenger back. Um, <laughs> so it's, he wants Wenger to return? Is that is that what this dude is just trying to say? That's, I'm just curious. Is that what he's just trying to say, that he wants Wenger back? Um, he's suggesting that under Arsene Wenger, the team would be playing better with this the exact same players. Bruh, Wenger had his time. <laughs> Emery now has his time. The fact that I'm seeing Wenger trend on social media is worrying. And I think Aston fans should be ashamed of themselves. So should Emery, actually. I don't think it's that bad of an idea, though. To bring Wenger back and do what? It's not a realistic idea, and it won't happen. But if it were to happen, <laughs> I don't think it would be that bad. If if I saw Wenger back in that dugout without his long trench coat that he can't <laughs> zip up, I literally would. I, I literally, Arsenal would be the most despicable club on the planet. It's like you went, like that would that would be sick, sick as in sickening, not sick as in sick, sick as in sickening. Okay, I have a couple from Linden Boulevard one. Hmm. Should Arsenal already feel buyer's remorse on Pepe? I would say no. Number two, Chelsea's squad was mocked at the beginning of the season, but do hmm. they have the brightest future in the Premier League? The brightest future. The brightest future is going to be whoever has Pep, whoever has Klopp. No, they have a bright future. I definitely say, but brightest future, maybe? Because look, look at how young the, the players are. So maybe they are the brightest future based on just how young the players are. Maybe. Okay, if you look at it like that, I agree, I agree. But three, why isn't Ronaldinho considered a Pantheon-level player? He is. 06, 06 World Cup. 02 World Cup. He started the final. But 06 World Cup, that was his peak. He just won the, the Champions League, and he didn't get it done. So that's 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 an, that, that's an asterisk. He won it. True. In, in 2002. That's so. why that's why he's, 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 he's definitely a, a great... But he can't be a horseman yet because of that 06. Well, is that the best front three ever? Yeah, but still. The the 02 front three. Oh yeah, the three R's. <laughs> mm. Wow. I mean, what's a front three, man? <laughs> so you have Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, and Rivaldo. Rivaldo. Um so you have Rivaldo, Ronaldo as a front two. And then behind you have Ronaldinho. Mm. And then behind him, it was a Gilberto Silva. No, no, no. Um, Cleverson. Cleverson. The United flop. And then Cafu on one wing, Carlos on the other. The wing. And then the front. And then the three center backs, Lucio for sure. <laughs> and then the other two. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that was a really good team. I feel like I watched that game back not too long ago. I think Germany f***ed up by trying to match systems. 
They should have played like four four two. No, no, no. But, but Germany actually were they actually they, they did really well in our final. It just that's Ronaldo happened. That's that's the difference. Ronaldo just happened. But Germany actually tactically were were better in that final. Nah, it seemed to me like something was off. I went. I remember I went back and I looked back, and Germany had played three center backs before in this mm. in the tournament, but they were mixing and matching. They were like, sometimes we'll play with the back four, sometimes we'll play with the back three. But yeah, I do. Th- I think Ronaldinho's already seen as a pantheon level player. A pantheon—that's an interesting word. Mm. You should adopt that. Have hope. No horseman. This sounds better. Well, no, you can have like horsemen as like one level, but then you can have like a pantheon of just like you know the Robins, the coaches. Oh yeah, like no, no, that's what not. Yeah, yeah horsemen, um, legends. So yeah, horsemen, legends, bricks, losers, pricks, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're, they're all in there. Last question from Sammy1679. Why do people actually think Mourinho can get a Madrid or PSG job? Still don't they realize Poch and Allegri will be available soon? In 2019, do you guys think think a top club will hire Jose ahead of Poch or Allegri? If you're telling me that in 2019, Pochettino is more desirable than Mourinho, you're, you're a hater. Allegri... You you know people are not listening to me. Humans go AC Milan relegated. When Ibra left, he was a brick for AC Milan. Juventus, you 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 took over a winning team who were already winners. So you didn't do anything new. If it won the Champions, that would have been new. You didn't do anything I mean, new. You make the argument that Mourinho almost got Chelsea relegated. In house meeting, different. He how is that? How how you do it is how you do it. One might be tactically, one might be poor man management, but all of it is still a function of your job description. But he left Chelsea at 16. They were 16th. So whether a manager sabotages his club by picking bad 11s, by having poor tactics, or by having all the players hate him, all three of those are a part of your job description. So you could say the players mutinied, but they mutinied because the man management was bad. That's not really an excuse. Mourinho almost got Chelsea relegated damn near. In-house, in-house mutiny, man. It doesn't count. In-house mutiny. Of course it counts, because who caused the mutiny? The players. Mourinho. Mourinho. Mourinho caused it because he he went to war with the physio that everybody liked, and that caused oh, a spiral. The, in the physio that starts. <laughs> Cut that, by the way. Strike that from the <laughs> So whenever I say something, it's, it's keep that in. Keep yeah, that in. yeah, no, no, you keep that in. But you, <laughs> you know, the amount of shit I cut just in case. It's <laughs> like uh, no, no, no. And did you know? I, I don't know. Maybe it's too late. If you could have a compilation of all the stuff we've said that have been to NSFW for things would would be amazing. Just as you've obviously deleted all of them, well, but if you could see, just keep them all. The the raw files, everything we've ever said is on backup so everything <laughs> everything we've ever said is there but yeah those those will never see the light of day i'm sure <laughs> but anyway 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 we thank you guys for your questions thank um, you man keep sending them in and come on um, keep paying and keep sending cash apologies that the that the tweet for questions was a bit late but i took a nap and then watched the arsenal game thank you for listening to talking tactics this oh this come on week. no no okay <laughs> wait, wait! I was, I was adjusting, adjusting the no, floor. No, 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 oh, no, 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 man, what the hell? How did you, how did you just call me off in the floor? I was on the floor, man. No, you weren't. <laughs> I, 
Um, okay, yeah. This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. Remember to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. All the links are in the description. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, remember to subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll read it on the show. Um, you can find Have Hope where? HaveHopeFootballHot.com. The website's at HaveHopePort on Twitter, at the Have Hope on Instagram. Carl is at The Athletic. Carl Anchor. Check him out. He should out. be here, by the way. He's trying to solve racism as we speak. So good luck, Anchorman616 on Twitter. Um, I'm at Daniel to look. We're at Talking Tactics. Get in contact with us. Boom. This has been the Talking Tactics podcast. We thank you for listening. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. I felt like I did it backwards, but it might have been right. Uh, we'll see you guys this week. Peace, 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 peace. peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.